Hi, I'm Colin. And I'm Bert. This is Dabbing with Washington Artists. The idea is simple. Six questions. And six dabs. As we get to know the artists behind the art that makes Washington, Washington. So sit back and light those torches. Because this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. Hi, uh, I'm Natalie Dowd, and I am um, a visionary artist, painter, tattooer, um, aerial artist, and um, my, this is where I say my like links and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, my website is um, for my paintings, synaptic, S-Y-N-A-P-T-I-C, dash art dot com. Um, or you can find me anywhere as Natalie Dowd on Instagram, Facebook, um, Synaptic Art by Natalie Dowd. For today's series of dabs, we'll begin our smoke session with a Brightberry, a Grape Ape, and a Jack Skellington. And we will end the session with a Bruce Banner, a Blue Magoo, and a Blackjack. Welcome to Dabbing with Washington Artists. Uh, today we are joined by Natalie Dowd. Um, thank you for coming on to our show. Thanks for having me. So we're going to get right into it uh, with dab number one. We have uh, Brightberry, which is our first indica for the for the day. Nice. It's like honey. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Brightberry is an indica dominant hybrid known for its unique taste of roasted nuts, mint, and blueberries, and its cerebral high. We picked up a gram of this wax at a shop on 88th Avenue in Tacoma. You can, just, you can just pull it out like a, like a regular bomb piece if you want. There you go. Yeah, one that time. <laughs> so for our first question, uh, one we like to ask everybody is, uh, what role does cannabis play in your creative process? Yeah, cool. Um, so the biggest role is that it helps me get into the flow. Okay. Just like take away the background noise of everything else that I might focus on and then just like help me just step into the focus. Nice um, to kind of help yeah. tune yourself to, to what you're doing there. Yeah. Um, and it also has, um, it has a role in um, the observation too. So I'll, I'll like, I'll paint and I'll step back and look at it. And then like the way that, um, weed and psychedelics um, and like the psychoactive component of weed can um, like warp lines mm -hmm. of motion it mm -hmm. helps me see where things should go next and it's almost like like putting on like um, the motion gif of like on top of the static image mm -hmm. uh, so it, it like gives me a preview of what the next step should be um, and do you have a preference towards um, either like um a particular kind of strain or like a uh, indica sativa? I used to be like big into like um, the, the citrus strains. Um, okay. And like I always have like a tangy pen. Okay. So that's like my main thing. Um, but I, since, I've since like kind of opened up to kind of whatever and then like just switching things up I think makes like adds another Getting level. Getting a variety. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> For our second dab for the day, we have uh, Grape Ape, which is one of my personal favorite strains. 
Grape ape is an indica-dominant strain known for its rich, fruity terpene profile and tendency to leave the smoker couch-locked. We picked up a gram of the sugar wax at a shop on 128th Avenue in Everett. So, uh, for number two, uh, how has living in Washington influenced your creative process? Um, we moved out here in 2015. Okay. Um, and it was from Minnesota. So, we drove out here. Okay. And on the way in, um, we stayed camping in some of the, uh, in the mountains. In nice. It was a beautiful view and it it inspired a really big mountain painting um that was sort of it like brought in the like divine energy that i felt coming through um the sun and the mountainscape um and so i think it was like it's like welcoming me into like elevation <laughs> so uh so has the washington art scene been uh, welcoming yeah and then so since then so aside from the like just the fact that there is this like natural um beauty of the landscape um i have met um, quite a few really interesting and inspiring artists um <laughs> and every year um pre-pandemic um we used to go to the imagine festival at doe bay okay and that has been such a consistently great experience, such a magical place, so many magical people to meet. That's I've painted there, I've performed on aerial arts there, um, and I've just met so many incredible people. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, have, you, uh, have you discovered any other like uh, art festivals and stuff that you, uh, are, you went to at least pre-pandemic? Yeah, that one was our favorite, but um, we actually also got to go to like a couple other um, like small ones. Um, we were involved in a group called Zepto Space, and they did this um, really like intimate um, self-run festival called Fluidity. Um, okay. Yeah, and I really enjoyed getting to um, experience that um, like newness of something just like being built from the ground up. <laughs> so uh, so how would, um, say, doing your art at a festival like that uh, differ from, like, say, doing it at home? Like, is there a whole different process involved? Or... Yeah, there's definitely, like, a buzz of the energy there that, that goes into the paintings. Mm -hmm. um, it's, like, the people, the land, um, the weather is a huge piece of it. Um, most of the years, I'd imagine, um, it would rain, and if it wasn't raining, it was like misting. So everything was super moist, and so I think every painting that I have painted at Imagine Festival has had to like deal with some level of of dripping. Okay. Which is like just a really like it can be a really fun element of like challenge to to sure. play with and work yeah. with. Um, it can also be really frustrating. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's just been like an interesting, consistent challenge of that particular festival. Nice. Um, and then you get to see that everybody, all of the artists are working with the same challenge. And so you're looking at someone else like, how are you dealing with your drips? Oh, you're integrating them. Oh, you're wiping them away. Oh, like you've stopped painting. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> 
So for our third dab, we have uh, Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington is a sativa dominant strain known for its uplifting and energetic high and distinct taste of sweet citrus and diesel. We scored a gram of this wax from a shop on 112th Avenue in Everett. In addition to being uh, an accomplished painter, uh, you are also a tattoo artist. Uh, what are uh, some of the difficulties of transferring uh, a busy and complex canvas piece to human skin? It's definitely a different process. Um, my, my painting process, uh, I feel like tattooing is more like my design process. I actually have a background in graphic design. Um, I, that's okay. what I went to college for. And then I um, like I ran an interactive design firm for a while, so I have like these hats that I wear. It's like designer hat and artist hat. Okay. And I feel like tattooing leans a little bit more to the design um, hat, but it also has an element of the art that I really like in it. <laughs> and so um, I, I feel like it gets to use more parts of my brain. Um, it okay. uses a lot of different the parts of my brain, and it's like oh wow, like. It's these people skills that I have that I used in this way over here. It's these design skills. It's these like um, uh, symbol creating skills that I did when I did logo design. Um, so I'm just like constantly wearing all these different hats. It's like I get to dust that off. I'm like, oh, I could use that too. <laughs> awesome. And uh, kind of living, like I know like graphic design, catching the eye is important and things like that. Yeah. So like does, uh, has that changed how you approach that, like uh, from say something you might have done on canvas. Yeah, I'm, I mean on canvas, um, I it's definitely a little bit more of like a free flow process, and it's like I want more chaos. You mm -hmm. know, like sometimes that's where I was saying with like the drips at the Imagine Festival, like that was an element of chaos that like allowed this like wildness to come through, mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it, like. It's just, it's like more emotional. Like a lot of times I'll go through a phase with a painting where I would just fucking hate it. And I like, you know, I like, I, I, I hit this like moment of despair of like, it's just not going to work. And then like usually, and not all the times I do have like a fail shun, but usually it like turns into like, yes, that's where I was going. Yeah, you're not the first artist to tell us that uh, they hit that, like, I hate it stage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people have talked a lot of other artists about that. And it's such a like, real part of it. and I think that's why people tell artists that they're brave mm -hmm. um which I always find funny because like you know my um like I, I have a partner who's like a surgeon she like once said like oh like I don't know that I like have bravery to like just like start something from nothing like a painting or whatever like you open people's bodies like people <laughs> would die if you fuck up like if I fuck up like I get sad like <laughs> Uh, so for our fourth one, we have uh, Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner is a sativa-dominant hybrid known for its kick of energy and tendencies to leave the smoker chatty and social. We picked up a gram of this crumble at a shop on 88th Avenue in Linwood.
So your work is uh, very clearly influenced by a lot of the visionary arts movement uh, with portrayals of uh, abstract energies, uh, electromagnetism and motion. Um, what can you tell us about the process of visualizing these energies before you put them to canvas? Yeah, um, that's a super spiritual side of the art. Um, and it, it, you know, and then in some ways weed is a big help for that too. Mm -hmm. So sometimes there'll be visions that I'll see, um, like just while meditating, um, or I, um, sometimes it, I, I'm inspired by like sex or by, um, just like feelings that I'll have in like relationships. Um, it's a super like internal and emotional thing. And so it's almost like me trying to like exteriorize what I feel on the inside in the same way that like my fashion and tattoos are all about that sort of, <laughs> it's all communication. It's all expressing, trying to make the outside match what the inside is. And what are some of like, um, some of the challenges in uh, expressing that visually? Like, uh, do you have a, does it always come out the way you kind of saw it in your head or? No, <laughs> no, I definitely feel like, I mean, it's, it, there's like, this is everything you feel and, and sense. This is like everything that you're conscious of that you sense and feel. This is everything that you can like, express about mm. what you experience and this is everything people will understand about what you express and what you experience so um there's a lot of stuff that like you just can't express um sure and sometimes it's like absolutely not what you expected it would be but it's um it's it's just i'm sure so many other artists express it in this way but i think there's like a um like just a general understanding that it like comes through you Mm -hmm. And so it's it's not um, like the designing feels more like me directing the ship. Mm -hmm. Art feels more like source directing okay. the ship. If that makes sense. Okay, so for number four, uh, we have uh, Blue Magoo. Blue Magoo is an indica dominant hybrid with a rich terpene profile of berries and fruit, and is known to leave the smoker couch locked and relaxed. We picked up a gram of these diamonds in a shop in Linwood. Oh, pretty easy here, actually. <laughs> Your work is uh, similar to other artists in the visionary art movement, exploring things like abstract energy, electromagnetism, uh, anatomy. Um, However, your style has some distinct differences as well. Um, what what can you tell us about how you approach the subjects in different ways that are unique to your style? I uh, I've gotten to be able to participate um, at the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors um, it, with the Allison Allison Gray. Um, oh, that's right. In, mm -hmm. in New York, um, and so I I feel like really blessed to have been able to be a part of like this like it just feels like there's this like energy of movement that's like mm -hmm. everyone's holding holding it like you're holding it too you're holding it too <laughs> um and and i think everyone like expresses it differently um and i think i mean i do have i have a um wide breadth 
um, of, of style that I end up expressing through. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, I think it's sometimes less, it's like more abstract and a little bit less representative than stuff that you'll, um, see often in that movement. And so, um, you, you kind of have to, you have to, I lost that train of thought with me being on a dance. It's okay, totally all right. Um, but yeah, usually it's like my my expression um, just kind of comes more in abstract lines. One of the things I noticed um, that kind of uh, separated you is you like to use a lot of like fluid geometry um, instead of static geometry, yeah. where a lot of other, I noticed a lot of the pieces look like they're kind of holding still, but yours tends to look like they're in motion. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the fluidity of motion, um, I, I think that maybe stemmed from, I took a color theory class in college, um, and it was like super rigorous, and it was like the weeder class in the graphic design world, but mm -hmm. they taught us how to like analyze abstract like um, design compositions. Okay. And um, the way that we would do critiques is we would sort of express where our eye moves first, second, third, and then like when it leaves the page, <laughs> right? So um, to me, one metric of measuring the success of, of a design piece or an art piece is how long can you keep a person's eye there? <laughs> and so that's where like a lot of the like fluid fluidity of motion comes. It's like, I'm trying to take your eye on, on a journey i'm trying it's like a performance in pain. i'm also a performer okay so i think that's maybe where that comes from too is like i, I i'm trying to avoid you being thrown off the edge of the paint but you still want to like take somebody to, and just kind of uh, let them run and go and see where uh, yeah where their their mind takes them while they're observing your pieces um it, it becomes fractal in that way, and the mm -hmm. fractals can take you on a journey where it's like you like flow into it. And it's like, oh, I'm like really far away now, and that's like one of my goals of paintings is to skidoo, exactly. um, like like scoop like um, blues clues. Where, okay. <laughs> where you see that? Yeah. Blues do you can too, and then he like jumps <laughs> into the painting. Like I want you to like enter it. It's like a portal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. For our final down here, we've got uh, Blackjack. Blackjack is a sativa-dominant hybrid known for its kick of energy and tendencies to leave the smoker chatty and social. We found a gram of this diamond sauce at a shop on 174th in Arlington. So, uh, for our last question, um, your piece, Bomb Diffused, um, is a very personal piece to you, at least it looks that way. Uh, when you, What can you tell us about the process of telling such an intense story from your life uh, through the multidimensional perspective you give us on cannabis? Yeah, a, a lot of times um, art is just, um, in the words I called it, um, it's our emotional gut flora. It's the gut flora <laughs> of our emotional digestive system. Okay. Um, and so um, it's it's like a way to, it's like an enzyme for um, alchemy, for emotional alchemy. Okay. Um, 
which is like a big part of what I want to do and like bring for people in tattooing, um, mm -hmm. which is like the transformational magic that can happen through art and um, through that experience too. And so um, for me, it was it was like a necessary way of like moving through mm -hmm. emotions. Um, and it was um, it was just this like intense expression of like what was happening inside that just like needed to come out. Um, and when I was uh, painting it at Imagine, somebody came up to me and told me that like their wife had had like a really challenging birth situation as wow. well, and that um, um, she wasn't able to transmute it, and it was like she didn't she didn't have like an outlet or place for it to go, mm -hmm. and it just got worse and worse. And so I can understand that it's yeah, it's just like that's like your work, right? Like as a human being, is to like mm -hmm. process your shit. <laughs> so yeah. it's like if you don't, you it's just you. It, Come out wrong. And that's a great way to bring yourself catharsis in a very high high stress situation like that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so how does that for you when you're painting a piece like that? How does that differ than like say when you're doing some of your more like sacred geometry stuff or? Uh, it's definitely more vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, um, it. It's like it was it's a very like raw piece to do and it was like mm -hmm. having those conversations is like absolutely part of that healing work. Okay. And the more times like you tell that story, um, like visually or like verbally, like the more um it loses its grip, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like it gave me it gave me that opportunity to talk about it and to express it. Um, and to like have feedback too of like others who had gone through similar things or like other people's stories, whether they're different or like everyone's story is so like unique and different. And it's like, it's this way that you like can connect to the whole world. And like so many people have gone through such a like huge event, but in such different ways. And, and so I think it's Absolutely. like, it's like a shared thing. <laughs> Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Dabbing with Washington Artists. Make sure to share with your friends and click like and follow below for more great content. Also, check the links below for the uh, more information about the artists and some of their uh, current projects. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. <laughs>